You're listening to The Voice, episode 40. This episode hosted by Alexandra Reed. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Voice, the official podcast of IABC Ottawa. I'm your host, Alexandra Reed, and I'm happy to welcome and introduce our guest, the infamous Ginny Dietrich, who is joining me in the Media Style Studio today via Skype, all the way from Chicago. So for those of you who have been living under a rock, Ginny is the founder and CEO of Arment Dietrich, a Chicago-based marketing firm. She's also the founder of the professional development site for PR and marketing pros, Spin Sucks Pro, and co-author of the recently released Marketing in the Round, which we will be discussing in, uh, in detail today. Ginny is also the lead author of the popular blog Spin Sucks uh, and is a top-rated communications professional on social media, recently named uh, the number one PR person on her channels, according to Clout and TechCrunch. So without any further ado, let's dive right in and talk about marketing in the round. First, Jenny, what's going on today in the marketing world that made you decide that it was a good idea to write this book? First, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeff Livingston and I wrote the book I, for a couple of reasons. The first is we felt like the social media world has been, been there, done that. You know, lots of people have written about social media and nobody had written about how to integrate social into a larger marketing campaign. And you, you start to see that social media quote-unquote experts are, um, I always joke that it's a, a person with a Twitter account and a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. um, they don't necessarily have communications or marketing or sales or customer service experience. They just are really good at social. And so a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them don't know how to integrate that into a larger marketing program. And we felt like now was the time to not only integrate it, but also figure out how to measure it because a lot of chief marketing officers are losing their jobs because they haven't been able to figure out how to measure these things. And we felt like we had a good grasp on how to do that. Both of us have run our own businesses, so we'd better know how to measure results. Um, and we felt like now was the time to really start talking about those things. Mm -hmm. so, so what is Marketing in the Round all about? Well, it's a couple of things. Um, it's really about breaking down internal silos in order to integrate and in order to work together, in order to talk to one another. You know, one of the things we found, especially with social, is that it sort of has become its own silo. And, you know, the, the person or the people or the team handling social typically aren't talking to customer service. So they're not talking to sales or they're not talking to product management or they're not even talking to the PR team. We find a, even in big agencies that social and digital is, is kept separate from the traditional stuff. And that's a pretty big problem. So it's really the first half of the book is really about how to break down those silos, learn to work together, talk to one another, use technology to make you more efficient and to integrate. And then the second half of the book is how to choose the approaches that you should be using, how to integrate social into it, and how to measure your results. Mm. So, so traditionally marketers uh, have operated in silos and breaking down those walls ain't going to be easy. Uh, so first, what are some of the dangers for marketers operating in silos? Ha. Well, there's two kinds of silos. The first is um, a functional and the other is a lonely silo. So the lonely silo is very typical in small businesses and startups. And what happens is you have 
an entrepreneur or a business leader who has a big vision and they bring in people to help deliver on that vision, but they forget that because they're so focused on delivering what's best for the customer or what they've promised to the customer, that there are other people inside the organization who can't, as it turns out, uh, learn by osmosis. <laughs> no kidding. My, my, I have four brothers and the one closest to me in age used to sleep with his um, school books under his pillow in hopes that it would transfer to his brain so we wouldn't actually have to do his homework. <laughs> So that's a lonely silo. And then a functional silo is usually what you hear when people say, oh, we don't have silos inside our organization. We work really well as a team. And you probably do work really well as a team, but what you discover is that you work really well on, as a team on one product or one service or one client or one industry. You're not working together as an entire organization mm -hmm. to move the business forward. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a big problem because you you realize that a you've created sort of bureaucracy and red tape that doesn't necessarily need to be there, and b in our real time twenty four seven world you need to be constantly communicating and you can't do that if you have silos and have to talk to ten different people inside those silos in order to communicate online. Right, it slows everything down. Completely slows everything down. So, so how should marketers go about the the, the rather complex process of, of breaking down all these silos? Well, the first thing you have to do is get executive buy-in. So, if you're not the executive or you're not on the executive team, you have the very fun challenge of getting executive buy-in. And one of the things that you really need to do is create um, the business case for it. And one of the ways to create that business case is to do a couple of things. Figure out who your executives want to emulate. What kinds of companies do they want to emulate? You know, everybody, of course, wants to be like Apple, but are there other companies or organizations that your executives would really like to be like? Not necessarily in your industry, but just that they really admire the values and the business model and things like that. Figure that point out, part out, and then also look to see what competitors are doing. We have a client who Two years ago, we said to them, we really, you should be doing video. It, they're it, very B2B. They're a manufacturing facility, but some of the things that they do, people want to see it. Mm -hmm. And we kept saying, you need to do video, you need to do video, you need to do video. And they kept ignoring us, ignoring us, ignoring us. And this year, they sent us a video that one of their competitors was doing and said, can we do video? And we were like, ah, we could have been doing this two years ago. Create the business case based around what the competitors are or are not doing so that you can say, well, the companies that you want to be like are doing these three things really well and we think we can emulate that. So you want to really create that business case and, and get your executive buy-in in order to do it. So in your experience, I do find that uh, some marketers are resisting this transition to a round approach to marketing operations or are they, are they generally moving forward without a struggle? Oh no, I think it depends on the organization, it depends on the culture, and it depends on the people. I think agencies are more likely to want to take this approach, um, but you tend to see that agencies are more willing to take the risk and to build the marketing round because it's not their jobs aren't dependent on it, right? So if you're inside an organization and you say, I think we should do all these things and we should break down the silos and we should create a new culture and there are definitely people inside organizations that are willing to do it. So it just depends, I think. So to boil this information down and, and some, uh, provide some applicable steps to marketers currently going through this process, uh, could you give us a case study of a marketing firm that managed to break down its silos and develop a round marketing practice? So tell us about their struggles and how they managed to succeed. You know, there's an agency in uh, Detroit called Identity PR, and one of the things that they did is they really looked at digital and they said, you know, this should be integrated. And so they 
We're a traditional PR firm, and they actually created departments. So they have the traditional PR that does media relations and events and crisis and those kinds of things. They have the digital team that does social and brand ambassadors and word of mouth and all that. They have created, and then they have the brand strategy piece. But they all work together, and it, I think it's a really interesting model because they're a boutique, they're small, they're in Detroit, they're, you know, testing and taking some risk and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And some of the big agencies aren't even doing that. So it's really interesting to see, you know, the big agencies, of course, are huge and they have great functional silos that are working toward one client or one industry, but they're not able to bring all of that into one. Most of the agencies have traditional PR profit centers and the digital profit centers and they're not talking to one another. And I think Identity PR is a great example of an agency that's doing it really well. But this is a boutique firm that, that you're referring to. So so what about an, an, a great big organization where, where the silos have been there for, for, for decades? I'm not naive enough to think that the one person or one marketing team can change it. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in a public company and it's you're if you're, you know, at a Fleischmann or a Golan or Weber or someplace like that where you're owned by a parent company, it's probably pretty difficult to do that. So you may end up doing it within your functional silo. Mm -hmm. If your team is working with a client that's doing both traditional and digital and the, those two teams aren't talking to one another, that's a great place to start. It is very helpful to have that one person that champions the idea from the begin to begin with from within the organization itself. Switching gears a bit, uh, what about highly specialized marketing agencies uh, that focus on one marketing tactic, like email marketers? Uh, does marketing and the round apply to them as well? Now you have the opportunity to bring in um, specialties or expertise that really benefit the clients. So if you're an email marketing firm, do you have a digital firm or a PR firm or an ad agency bring in to create the marketing round for your clients. And one of the biggest issues you'll find is that your clients don't have the budget. And so you really want to look at if you're the email marketing firm, are there other things, are there other approaches that your clients could be using that will help? And if that's the case, you can go to them and say, you know, I really think you should be doing social and here's why. Or, you know, we actually, I just got off a a phone call with a new business prospect who their online reputation stinks. And so I don't think that PR, digital PR by itself is going to um, increase their online reputation. There's going to be some other things that need to happen. And so my job is to say, we can do X, Y, and Z, but you also need A, B, and C, and we're not the right firm to do that. But I have friends who can do that. So if you're highly specialized or highly niched, you just need to understand how the other disciplines work and have friends that you can bring in because we all want to work with our friends, right? So let's find ways to do that. Uh, so, so let's flip this discussion again and explore the needs of the person being marketed too. Uh, how does a consumer, whether B2B or B2C, uh, benefit from a round marketing program? A great example of this is we had a client that we worked with up until the economy crashed uh, so for many, many years um, that was a membership or is a membership organization. Their marketing team sent out a postcard, so this was several years ago when postcards, direct, mar direct mail still worked, uh, sent a postcard to all of their members offering, I can't even remember what the offer was, free book that was in their bookstore or something like that. But the marketing team forgot to tell customer service, and customer service had no idea what they were talking about. And that's what we're talking about, you know, in breaking down the silos, is if the marketing team's going to do something, for heaven's sakes, go tell customer service they're going to get some phone calls. <laughs> So to wrap this uh, discussion up nicely, uh, Ginny, what, what would you say is the core message of your book? 
I would say the core message is probably threefold. It's breaking down the silos, how to get your executive buy-in, how to create the, the business case. It's how to create the marketing round, so choosing the people that are going to be part of that round and um, who's responsible for what. And then choosing the right approaches because you're not going to do everything. You're not going to do email and direct and advertising and PR and social. You're not going to do all those things. What are the right approaches for your customer where your customer is participating online and off and how do you choose those right approaches and then how do you measure the results? Excellent. So thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak with me today, Ginny. Uh, how can our listeners uh, learn more about you or your book, Marketing in the Round, and uh, how can they connect with you? Marketingintheround.com. And then of course, uh, on Twitter is Ginny Dietrich. Excellent. So that wraps up, wraps up another episode of IABC's Ottawa's podcast, The Voice. As always, we love to hear from you, so please take the time to comment. Again, I'm your host, Alexandra Reed. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me on francismorin.com or on Twitter. My handle is TechAlley. Thank you a lot for tuning in, and uh, have a great day. You've been listening to the podcast of the International Association of Business Communicators, Ottawa Chapter, produced at the Media Style Studio. For more information, visit ottawa.iabc.ca.